At the moment, especially here in Australia, it seems everyone is catching every virus, bacteria and germ that is going around. It's horrendous at the moment. In today's episode, I'm going to dispel the myths and I'll give you some evidence-based advice to support your immune system properly. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to A Healthy Shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And I would like to personally welcome you to this episode of A Healthy Shift Podcast. I am so grateful to you for taking the time out of your day to listen to me. Today's episode, how can we best support our immune system? It's catching up with all of us now, isn't it? Boy, oh boy. Now, I can categorically tell you that I've not been sick in any way whatsoever for over five years. I've literally dodged everything. Flu, COVID, the cold, you name it, I've dodged it. Even with my partner, Melissa, who has had two severe bouts of illness, literally over the last past three months, I've dodged her coughing, sneezing and spluttering and just rolled on in good health. Is it luck? Well, I actually don't think so. And I'll go into this in more detail later. But I will tell you this. I can no longer say that after catching whatever it is that, was, that got me. Throat infection, sinus infection, cough, headache. Yep, even I got it. Now, I've not been well for almost two weeks. And that's what's brought me to do this episode. So hopefully you can feel pity on me now too. Because as you know, like I'm a man. And when we get sick, we could die. Right, ladies? Anyway, let's have a look at it. I would just like to say this from the outset. And if you see this written anywhere, it is absolute rubbish. Quote, boost your immune system. I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot boost your immune system. Our immune system is not a turbocharger that you just turn up and down. Our body has an amazing way of maintaining its own homeostasis, which is its happy medium, and it maintains levels while you are supporting it. And I actually think Harvard Health sums this up pretty well, and I'll quote from them. The idea of boosting your immunity is enticing, but the ability to do so has proved elusive for several reasons. The immune system is precisely that. It's a system, not a single entity. So to function well, it requires balance and harmony. There is still much that researchers don't know about the intricacies and the interconnectedness of the immune response. So for now, there are no scientifically proven direct links between lifestyle and enhanced immune function. But that doesn't mean that the effects of lifestyle on the immune system aren't intriguing and shouldn't be studied. Researchers are exploring the effects of diet, exercise, age, psychological stress and other factors on the immune response, both in animals and also in humans. In the meantime, 
General healthy living strategies make sense since they likely help the immune function and they come with their own proven health benefits. Now, that sounds complicated, doesn't it? But what it basically means is science is struggling to link anything at all to supporting and boosting our immune system. But we do know that lifestyle has an effect on our own immune system. So there you go. You can't boost it. It is an advertiser's catch cry to get you to buy their product thinking that you can bulletproof yourself. And you can't. So that begs the next question. Why do we catch these bugs then? And the simple answer is, in some way, we have failed our body. Now, don't at me. There will be some way that you have let it down, and I will go into some of these now. And at the end of the podcast, I will dispel the myths around boosting your immune system. So stick around for that too. Always fun to blow those well and truly out of the water. I love it. So how can we support and strengthen our immune system from an evidence-based perspective? So let's start where I always start, because it's so important for literally everything. And if you've been listening to these podcasts for a while, you know exactly what I'm going to say here. Social media, in these podcasts, anyone that's prepared to listen to me, my number one pillar for health is sleep. And it's not just sleep, it's about getting the adequate and restorative sleep that we need. Seven to nine hours is recommended, and it must be made a priority over everything else. If you sacrifice sleep now, it means that you won't be able to function due to illness later. So the priority must be now. It's simple. Make time now, or you're going to have to make time for illness later. The next tip that I can give you is a diet which is high in fruit and vegetables. Now, a diet high in fruit and vegetables addresses the micronutrients such as zinc, selenium, iron, copper, folic acid, and vitamins A, B6, C, and E. And all of these play a very vital role in our immune support. Now, we underestimate the value of micronutrients in our diet that, we, that can be got quite simply by having like two pieces of fruit a day. Mix them up. Here's a tip. Put six pieces of fruit into a fruit bowl. Take two each day. Every day, you have to take a different two. A banana and an orange one day, a banana and a pear the next, a banana and grapes, or grapes and an orange the day after. Just mix them up. The idea here is to mix up all the colors. With the colors come all the different micronutrients. Vegetables, the same. Try to get in at least five per day. Five different colors. Green, yellow, orange, whatever color you can get, get them. Fresh, canned, frozen. It literally does not matter. They're all pretty much the same. We can have cans on hand. We can have frozen veggies on hand. It's easy for us to get them. Particularly here, we have the steam fresh vegetables. Pull it out of the freezer, stick it in the microwave, few minutes in there, put it on your plate, you're getting your veggies. That's it. Now, for my shift workers, I could not tell you how important and practical a big pot of veggie soup is for your nights. Throw everything in it. And then once it's all cooked up, blitz it up and take it in a thermos and sip on it through the night. You're getting all of those micronutrients, you're getting the fibre, you're getting absolutely everything, and it will support 
this immune system that is so vital when you are outside of your regular circadian rhythm. Now, if you struggle to get fruits and vegetables into your daily um, diet, then what I can suggest you do is to take a, quote, quality daily multivitamin to ensure that you cover all of the micronutrients. But remember, eating is always going to be better than supplementing, as you will also get that all-important fibre as well. But a good multivitamin, if you can't get that in, can address those shortfalls in your diet. And that's one time that I would suggest a good supplement. Now, the next one is regular movement. Now, we put too much emphasis on exercise. So I talk about movement. Movement's really important for our body. We don't have to go for hour-long walks. We don't have to go for our 10,000 steps in one go. It's literally about just getting up, getting out, and going for a walk. Our endocrine system, which is all of our hormonal um, uh, areas, they will function and thrive on movement. They are designed to move. It helps to keep things moving through our system, keeps toxins moving through our system. It actually gives us the opportunity to move them on, flush them out. This is really, really important that we keep moving. Just call it movement. While resistance training is important, and it is, it's super important for us to maintain lean muscle mass so that we don't suffer from things like sarcopenia or end up with osteoporosis when we get older. Resistance training is important, but don't put the emphasis on that as your exercise. You can literally just go for a walk and get it regularly, and that will support you greatly and support your immune system. Hydration. Hydration is literally the unsung hero of our immune system. High hydration flushes out the toxins and waste material and helps our system to maintain its homeostasis, which is its happy place. Now, if you are thirsty, you're already dehydrated. And dehydration leads to a much more difficult task of getting rid of these toxins floating around in our system, and it, which leaves us susceptible to illness. Keep your bottle with you. If it's there and it's right in front of you, the tendency to sip from it all day is much higher than it is if it's out of sight or you've got to go and fill a glass and drink from the water cooler or tap. Dehydration also leads to fatigue which means less movement, which also leads to a weakened immune system. So how much water do we need? Clear urine is the measure. It's literally that simple. Straw-coloured or clear urine. If your urine starts to go a yellowy colour, it's time to drink up. Super important. But that is literally the scientific measurement for um, hydration. The next one is to minimise stress. Now, stress is extremely difficult to define. Stress for one person may not be for another. Body stress for shift work versus work pressure. How do we define stress? It's incredibly difficult, but there is one thing for sure. Stress is a silent killer, and it can really creep up on us. Stress also impacts greatly on our immune system, so it's vital that we have a stress management practice particularly you frontline emergency service workers, first responders, or healthcare professionals who are all under constant stress, whether you realize it or not. This makes it really, really important to have 
um, to monitor your breath, to monitor that you are breathing through your nose and not breathing through your mouth. And if you feel yourself getting stressed or you note that you're breathing through your mouth, close your mouth, breathe through your nose, in for three, hold for three, out for three, in for, hold for three, in for three, and keep going that way. It's called box breathing. That's one way of going about it. Or breathe in for four and breathe out for six, but all done through your nose. Breathwork is vital. It's also really important when you get home at night or from your shift when you're stressed, sit in a chair in the dark very quietly and just practice that breathing. And that breathing will help you enormously to get yourself from a sympathetic state, which is your fight or flight response, into a parasympathetic state and ready for sleep. This will make it such a difference to you. You don't have to have a meditation practice per se, but just sitting in a chair for five minutes or even three minutes and just focusing on that breathing, which technically is a meditation anyway, is going to serve you a great purpose to get yourself out of a stress state and ready for sleep. Stop scrolling your phone and actually practice breathing. A meditation practice is even better. And I know personally, ever since I started my meditation practice, I found it enormously beneficial to get me into a state and get me more quality sleep. A meditation practice is something that's well and truly worth investing in yourself and actually learning. Being patient, putting in the time, five minutes a day, and just learning it. So that's stress. The next one is a no-brainer, but you've got to maintain a healthy weight. Now, it goes without saying that we um, do put an enormous amount of stress on our system when we are over and even when we are underweight. Now, it's important to get to and to maintain a healthy weight to support our whole body and to not put additional, additional stress on our system. When we are over or underweight, we are putting enormous stresses on our system and our immune system as well. So by maintaining a healthy weight, which is where you are comfortable, it's not being skin thin, um, being um, super thin, it's not being overweight, it's just being comfortable with where you're at and supporting it in those other ways that I've just spoken about. So that's important. You could go on about that for ages, but maintaining a healthy weight. The next one, don't smoke. Really, Rog? We all know that. But yeah, I know. But a lot of people are still smoking. And smoking impacts severely on pretty much every process in the body. But it really does impact greatly on our ability to combat those bugs. I don't need to go on about that. Let's just leave it at that. We all know. Alcohol. If you drink alcohol, drink only in moderation. Here's some facts on alcohol consumption around our immune system. That you don't have to be a regular heavy drinker for alcohol to affect the immune system. Drinking five or six drinks in a single session can suppress the immune system for up to 24 hours. How's that for opening the gate and letting the, letting the bugs in? Over time, drinking can lead to longer-term problems because the immune system starts to take longer and longer to recognize and to respond to infections. And some longer-term effects include more intense illnesses, symptoms lasting longer, 
and the immune system having to work harder to fight off the infection. So moderation, guys, it really does do a lot of damage, quite apart from the fact that it start, alcohol starts to impact in relation to uh, the cells on our, um, our digestive tract wall, and it impacts on our gut microbiome as well. Be careful. Moderation. And here's the obvious one. Take steps to reduce transmission. Just washing your hands thoroughly and avoid touching your eyes and mouth and cook your meats thoroughly. Obvious, I know, but this is a way where we really do fail our bodies. We touch surfaces and we inadvertently put our hands in our mouth, our nose or eyes, and in goes all those disease-carrying microorganisms. And this is one of the main ways this happens. So those are my main tips to support your immune system. And when you go over that list, I'm sure that you can see where you are failing your own body at times. Now, let's be clear. It's impossible to live a 100% perfect life all the time, and nor should we. Where on earth is the fun in that? But just know that if you feel like you are sick all the time, if you're not 100% on those listed above, then you have, that's the reason. And who's nodding at that? Uh, Rog, hang on. You forgot to mention bombing your system with vitamin C, echinacea, horseradish, and garlic. All right. So let's go into the myths. Now go into the pharmacy and you'll get sucked in by all of the pretty bottles with all the promises in the world. The truth is, there is zero evidence to support the connection between taking these supplements and your immune system. What? Science simply cannot prove that there is any link at all to taking any of these with a better immune system. Sucked in. How many times have I told you that the supplement industry is a multi-billion dollar industry that is designed to take your money and you are completely falling for it? It's not regulated and they can literally say what they want. Not only that, but the quality and the efficacy of the contents of what they are is absolute rubbish. And studies have been done into the top 30 supplements suggested for immune boosters and It's been shown that so many of them either don't contain the products that they're recommending or contain products in them that are not recommended or the doses are so low they're ineffective anyway. Well, they're all ineffective, but it's it's not even at what they're suggesting. So stop buying them. Not only are they just unregulated and poor quality, but they just don't work and science proves it. So let's talk about vitamin C, the most common one. Oh, oh, got to rush out and go and get my vitamin C. Oh, oh, got to get bottles of it. So what we do is we grab the one that's got the highest amount of vitamin C in it. Hello to you with your 1,000 milligram bottle of vitamin C. Vitamin C is water soluble. What does that mean, Rog? That means we don't absorb it. We don't absorb it. So when you take it, whatever your body doesn't use, it just urinates out. And in most cases, That's the lot. Vitamin C recommended daily allowance here in Australia is 45 milligrams a day. I'll just reread that. 45 milligrams per day. Not a thousand, 45. And here you are spending money taking your 1,000 milligram to boost your immune system. Now, what your body doesn't use, you're literally urinating out which is most likely all of it when you consider how much your body needs on the daily. 
Now, I'll give you an idea of how much 45 milligrams of vitamin C is. It's literally only half an orange. It's three quarters of a kiwi fruit. It's half a cup of strawberries or half a cup of red pepper, capsicum. That's it. So I'll say this again. Sucked in. Echinacea. Oh, got to rush out and get the echinacea. It's proven for colds. Well, it's actually proven to make no difference in numerous controlled trials and reviews. Don't waste your money on your echinacea or your vitamin C. Let's add another two to the list. Horseradish and or garlic. You guessed it. There's also zero evidence to support their use either. It's pretty sad, isn't it? When you've got these companies that are pushing them out with the colours and advertising them on the TV and they come out in the catalogues, cold season's approaching, boost your, your immune system. There's actually no evidence to support them in any way whatsoever. Sucked right in. But sorry, but that's what the science says. At the highest possible level. Remember, they're not regulated and they can say what they like. And here's another one for you. How many times has your mother said, put a jacket on or you'll catch a cold? No, that's not true either. There is absolutely no link at all between cold exposure and the susceptibility to infection. Good one, mum. You actually had me. So there you have it. That is what I've got to talk about with the immune system. I know you were looking for the magic pill, but there isn't one. How much money do you waste on supplements to combat your cold? All the interventions, every single one of them, are free, with the exception of, well, you've got to buy your fruits and vegetables. I get that, but you should be doing that anyway. All interventions are free. You're welcome. Now, with the money I just saved you, how about you invest it in yourself and ask me a question you like relative to you and your lifestyle? This has been a game changer for so many. All information that I put out is generic in nature. But you can book an appointment to chat with me and together we can formulate a strategy bespoke to you, your lifestyle, your social life and your work life. And what we can do is we can just discuss it and work our way forward and give you strategies to move forward in your life so that you don't have these problems ever again. Or... Let's talk about how I can help you with long-term one-to-one coaching with issues that you may have, where I will make you feel like you are the only client that I have. Now, weekly one-to-one feedback meetings are where we discuss your week and set you up for the week ahead. Weekly. Now, name another coach that gives you a weekly one-to-one video meeting. I'll wait. Accountability and bespoke guidance to you. There are two links in the show notes, so let's chat and let's set you up forever. Please, end this yo-yo dieting phase forever and get your life set up for you bespoke from an evidence-based perspective. So there you have it. That's the immune system. I know you were looking for the magic pill. You didn't get a magic pill because there isn't one. It's lifestyle and that's it because there is no evidence to support anything that you can take to boost or even support your immune system. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.